Hello and welcome into The Double Life. I'm John Boozdar, and this week we revisit musician Corbin Randall. He recently released his newest album, Seven, and although this conversation took place a while ago, it gives a great inside look into the inspiration behind the album and the mindset of an up-and-coming musician in this day and age. Enjoy. biggest like I think that more than anything is like the only way I mean there's a few ways but that's like one of the biggest ways that like you know the whole thing with COVID and everything like Mm. really kind of it's a bummer because I was really looking forward to having like a big party here like an album release party with playing the songs or going Mm. to like a venue like you know I had like opportunities for that and then it's just like shoot I don't think it's gonna happen so I'm not sure I mean like I'll definitely be investing a lot more in like the PR side for the album release which I haven't put nearly as much in for each single. I have, you know, which is also another thing we haven't talked about, but it's super interesting. Like, you just kind of have to yeah. invest some form, most likely, unless you know somebody, to get it in a blog, to get, you know, whatever's mm-hmm. set up to where you get that promotion. Have um, you, like, sought out... I don't know, how does that look for an artist? Do you have to go find, like, a PR company? And you said yeah. you have to have, like, an agent in different things? Is it sort yeah. of almost like... um I don't know. I guess you would think of more, at least for me, I've like talked to some people that were like actors and stuff at young ages and stuff, and they needed agents and different things like that. So yeah. Is it similar in that sense that you now are going to be like, oh, I need to go market my stuff and yeah. find professional business people to do it? Yeah. It's like, I feel like you pretty much have to have some sort of PR something or pay some PR company to get it just past that, like, I put it on SoundCloud like level, you yeah, know? Totally. And it kind of sucks, but. It kind of feels that way because there's, you know, so much music out there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, like, finding the person, like, I kind of just, it would just worked out nicely because, like, the person who manages my music, she, like, you know, happens to know these people. She happens to know a few people that are in PR and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So I don't really know what I would do otherwise, to be honest, man. <laughs> like, it's like, I guess, yeah, and I guess that's why people always talk about who you know and stuff. Totally. Because it's like... Well, the whole, I mean... I think social media has a really big role to play in it, but also I think social media can be, I don't know, sometimes, you know, a little intimidating or just uncomfortable to like promote your stuff on there, you know, especially when yeah, you're using social media for different reasons, mm-hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden you have an account that's sort of, you know, at whether, no matter how you look at it, it's a business, you know, to an extent yeah. and you have to promote it in that way. And yeah, man, it's difficult. And I think in this day and age, it's definitely, you know, that plays a really big role, you know, yeah. since that's how most people get their, you know, entertainment. It's just yeah. news, everything, you know, it's all through yeah. form, basically. Yeah, dude. And it's like that, like if I'm, you know, being honest, like the way that went about was just weird, you know, like I, 
my, I had my Instagram account and I decided, okay, I'm going to make it like the music account. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, this like is cool. I have like this opportunity, but it was also kind of sucky. Cause I know like some people are not going to be down and they're gonna be like, why is this all music now? Right. And so you took your old account and yeah. just turned it into a music yeah, account straight without up really music like, only. Yeah. Uh, okay. I told everyone, you know, okay, this is going to happen. I'm not right. like sneaking in. Uh -huh. Um, but and so, I don't know, it's just kind of like a weird thing that I felt like, you know, like if you really want to look legit, you kind of have to do mm. that. Because like, even if like I'm, your music's great, if people go to your Instagram account and it, it looks so like lazy, like, yeah, it sucks. But there, I feel like there's a level of like, uh, like, sure, people question your quality. No, but then on the other hand, dude, the thing I'm thinking about recently is like, like, I don't want to only do that and feel, like, so forced and, like, mm -hmm. unnatural. Everything's yeah. so business and, like, mm -hmm. and people are like, okay, it's, like, this is stupid. I don't, like, so that balance is weird, man. Right. What I'm, yeah. You ever feel like as, I don't know, I think with music almost it may be the same way that I see, like, comedians and stuff where they yeah. are, well, actually, maybe comedians are a little bit different. But with music, you kind of have to show also just, like, your personal side of who yeah. you are or maybe... You know, for some musicians, the kind of character that they want to create with the yeah. artist or music that they're doing or whatever, yeah. you know? So has that been something, too, where you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm still promoting, like, Corbin Randall at the end of the day. Yeah. And Corbin Randall likes to do these things, and he's still a normal guy, you know? Yeah. So is that something Dude. that made you feel better about it? Yeah, so that's, like, a like, great question because originally when I decided to make, like, this, like, flip, I was like, I wanted to look, like, purely professional, purely music, mm. and then and then I'll eventually start to get more... Um, just me, you know, and less like feeling like I has to have, you know, and it'll just be more of just goofy things with me hanging out at the pool or whatever with friends. Yeah. Like right now, I felt like when I'd made that initial swap, I like didn't want to do that because I didn't, because I wanted to like prove to anyone who was following me that like, it wasn't like, oh, I guess I'll do some music now, you know, like, because <laughs> yeah. that happens a lot, you know, people like kind of try it out and then they die. And so I wanted to like show like, no, this is what I'm going to do. And then now I want to eventually move into like, mm. But honestly, like, I'm figuring it out, like, because, like, a part of me feels, like, this obligation to, like, be, you know, what, like, idea or form do I have of, like, this musician thing. Mm -hmm. But, like, it feels like I don't want to be fake, you know. I don't want to, like, not be mean, especially people that know me. Sure. And it's, like, easy to do that. I don't know. Yeah. Do you ever feel like... um a part of who you are as a person, like genuinely at the end of the day, besides like being a musician or whatever, just who you are as a yeah. core, um, how much of that are you willing to give away before you feel like you're not yourself anymore and you're like fully yeah, uh, just, you know, a new version of Corbin Randall that's been, you know, almost marketed to the masses? Yeah. Yeah. I don't see the, the almost like the other end of that is like, like I've I've been like debating how much of like the real me I want to like, yeah, put I guess out that's there. Something to consider yeah. Too, totally. Yeah, and I think like I was saying, I started off super like vague and like, but I think kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Like I think honestly, like I mean, who knows what will happen? But my plan is like once the album's done, I just want to like, I think maybe because I felt like when I made the album, it was so serious mm -hmm. that I had to like back it up that way. Sure. Like, with like all the marketing and everything but mm. once i think that's done i'll i'll like take a huge step back and just be like whatever just yeah. like be like more casual and who sure. i am you know i think maybe that's what the source of it is because mm. it 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 feels like for some reason i have to 
do this? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Is that also attributed to the sort of music that you're making? Do you feel like if you're making a different type of music, you could take it less seriously? You could yeah. be like, I don't know who I think of immediately is like Odd Future, you know, those dudes never took it seriously and they yeah. fucking succeeded really well, yeah. you know, and almost they were like, extreme on the other end of like yeah. oh we super don't give a fuck yeah you know, if we do well or not and you know and we're just gonna mess around and be super authentic to ourselves and that worked in their favor because this huge demographic of people that connected with that including myself like in high school and stuff where i was like oh wow this is so much more um i don't know relatable than yeah another group of artists or whatever that are making music that seems super professional and clean cut and where yeah. you're like Oh, I can't make music like that, but I can like yeah. hang out with my friends and freestyle and do what they do, you know? Yeah. And it's like, there's that weird, um, I don't know, I guess that balance yeah, between dude. like which genre or what type of music or what kind of image you're trying to portray. Totally. I think, yeah, and like a layer of that is kind of like what you said with like you feeling like related, like relatable mm. to their music, right? Like, totally, yeah. I almost feel like my stuff I've done all now has almost been like for like what people sing, you know, four musicians or whatever. Like yeah. people, people always talk about that with like Russia or whatever. Like, right. you know, like this, like, I feel like, and it, that feels right. And you know, I haven't really processed it much to be honest, but as mm -hmm. we're saying, like when I made it, it felt like I wanted to like achieve it in like an impressive way. Like I wanted to like do something like music theory wise, that was complex yeah. and like, like, and like tried to like just, you know, pour in as much like deep, rich content as possible. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I've worked that, I've done that, you know, eventually once it's out, it'll be awesome. I'm excited for it. But I'm like really ready for that next. It's weird because talking to it now because like, you know, the album hasn't even come out yet. Yeah. So it's like this weird dichotomy or whatever. But um, I'm just like stoked to just like have fun and just like do a bunch of goofy videos and just feel like, yeah, have fun, you know. Because yeah. that, yeah, you need both. Sure. Right. But totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think what we talked about before, as far as like your foundation for music, very much stems from that sense of like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like professionalism, which I think does carry away in the way that you're thinking of music theory and just having that yeah. traditional basis is sort of what your music is coming from, which makes sense and totally is understandable for your, um, like the first album that you're making. Yeah. And I think that's cool that you are already like, cool, man, like I've done that and I'm ready to move to the next thing. And I yeah. think those are some of the best like music bands and, you know, collection of albums that I like are not ones that sound, you know, exactly the same. It's like yeah. three different albums that sound completely different mm -hmm. that show the progression and the development of the artist and the band. Yeah. Um, I think that's cool and that's super commendable that you're like, cool, now I can start doing this and then, you know, Mm -hmm. after that album who knows what you want to do you know whether yeah. it's come back to more professional aspect yeah or, you know so yeah. yeah i think that's super cool it's yeah i feel like it's funny i feel like when you know i didn't mess around with music as much you know when i was younger like it would bug me when the artist would the next album was so different you know mm -hmm. i'm like stick okay. to your sound like run that like that's what works for you yeah and then now messing around with music on my own it's like dude i could never stick mm -hmm. to the same sound it just feels like I think for me, it's like the discovery of a sound is what's so fun, you know? Sure. Discovering yeah, yeah. or like, and challenging like myself to like, how am I going to mix, you know, this synth, you know? Because mm. I've never used this synth. Like that's fun. Yeah. Versus like, okay, well, I have this preset that I've, you know, which at one point did spend all this time getting my bass tone exactly how I wanted it, right? Sure. So yeah. I had that at one point, but now if I go to make a new song and I'm like, all right, just plug in the same preset, like yeah. that's just not as fun. You're just kind of... Right. Yeah. yeah, I guess, you know, what would you think about music like that? And would that be something that if you 
I guess, envisioned yourself in that situation as someone who yeah. is six albums in and sort of just, you know, having Spotify singles and stuff. And would you feel like you've failed as a musician or would you feel like you're, you yeah. know, just doing what you love and it yeah. doesn't matter at that point or like some of my huge inspirations are like pretty big pop people, you know, they're sure. older, you know, like yeah. the stones or the Beatles or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. But they were pop. And so I think for me, like my desire to do something like super like you know, original and creative and unique and like kind of complex. I feel like I have like kind of done that, like kind of with what the most recent stuff I'm coming out with. Right. Yeah. But I feel like long term, I would, I would like mm -hmm. to like, just like, you know, we'll see what happens. But my idea roughly is to slowly start becoming like more and more poppy <laughs> mm, <laughs> just okay. because like, I don't know, it's kind of like, I feel like again, like going back to like that discovery thing, I'm like, like that almost feels like this puzzle. Like what is it sure. about that song totally. that everyone hears? Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's my jam. Yeah. You know, but then also at the same time, how do I make a song that, they say that too and then continue to like it, you know? Right. It's not just a one hit wonder kind yeah. of thing or like just or like part they, of the Or thing. it's like so like what I call like plastic pop. It's so like mm. basic that like you hear it and then you like know the whole song because yeah. it was so like manufactured, you know? Sure. So I, yeah, you know, to answer your question, I kind of feel like I would be kind of bummed if like, I don't know, five albums in, I'm still staying low key. Yeah. I don't think it's bad because some people do love it. You know, they love sure. like, they love that and they want that. But I almost, I think what it, part of me feels like that challenge of like, mm. can, like, it's a, like, not to like throw any shade on anyone, but like, it's yeah. a lot easier to be like, I'm doing my artist thing. That's why I'm blown up. Yeah. Right. You yeah, totally. I mean? Yeah. Then to 100%. be like, I'm, I'm like trying to like figure out the, like the, the, how to hit it just right yeah. to like break through and hit mm -hmm. that pop. And like that, it's kind of seems like a fun challenge to me. For sure. Know? Totally. Yeah. And I think it's, um, it's an interesting way to put it. I think a lot of people associate mainstream or pop music with a negative connotation and totally. they're like, Oh, that's the shitty musicians who don't know what they're doing or whatever. Yeah, but, absolutely. um, you know, I think if you really reflect and think back at pop music, that's literally not what it means at all. Popular music is yeah. essentially just what is garnering the most attention and making the most money and different things like that, yeah. which can be anything, you know? Yeah. Pop music isn't necessarily just, you know, one type of music. It can be any type of music. So um, that's cool, man. I think that's cool to view it that way as something where you can find your way of breaking through. Yeah. Um, do you think that... I mean, a lot of those bands back that you were mentioning, like the Stones and those bands, yeah. they, I think, I don't know, as much as maybe this is a different way of looking at it, but they yeah. came from a era, at least to an extent of like, they were able to break through because like, I don't know, I think that was more welcoming in that sort of culture. Whereas totally. now I think more of the people that break through are people that were supposed to break through, if that makes yeah. sense. Like they were created and manufactured from totally. the beginning to be that way. Yeah. And then you'll get the, eight, like, a, I don't know, far and in between people that yeah. made something on SoundCloud where nobody yeah. and then blew up, you know, like, um, I don't know, Post Malone is supposedly something like that. I don't know how much, like, um, yeah. you know, people he knew at that point, but he mm. supposedly was basically made... Um, what white yeah, Iris yeah, yeah, yeah. on SoundCloud and then became massively blown up and we all know where he is now. Yeah. And you know, Justin Bieber started on YouTube and it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, that the that aspect is cool. They obviously had like backing and support later on. Um 
do you think that you're basically going to need to be discovered now and you're going to need yeah. to partner up with the you know, like a Justin Bieber usher type thing. Like you need to go find your usher and make it happen. Yeah, I don't I think like, I think like somebody that um, I like mentioned recently in like a, a different interview or whatever, but like I, you've heard of like Half Alive. Oh yeah. Like they did their, their video in the back cave or whatever okay. and stuff. Like that frequency of pop, like I feel like that's something like mm. is, is something I could do. Cause I know they're like, they're from like Long Beach, they're local, like, and sure, you know, they had the connections. What was their name? Uh, Half Alive. Half Alive? Yeah. Okay, cool. So they like had the connections obviously to get that dope music video. Mm. But um, they still were just like low key. Like they just made a really good song, you know? Yeah. And so like if you can hit it right or like I feel like what I would love, you know, ideally to do mm-hmm. is to like make, like build enough of an audience through whatever. I think we were talking about like earlier, like just like doing covers or something like yeah. that. Just having fun, you know? Totally. Because that stuff is fun. Um, and then, yeah, maybe do something where it was, yeah, just like a fun music video. And like, I think I was going to mention, like even doing pop, like doesn't mean I'm dropping everything I like do creatively originally. Mm -hmm. And so I would want to bring all those layers into it. I think maybe more than anything, that is like a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Like how freaking awesome would it be if like, you could get a pop song in an era that, you know, doesn't sound like anything else mm-hmm. and like, could like slice through, you know, yeah. like, I feel like totally. that would be the most amazing thing. And I think that's more than anything, like the yeah. goal, like how cool would that be when every song is like a trap beat, which isn't bad. I don't mm-hmm. even think it's trap, but like, right, totally. but like, what the heck? Like, why is this song on the top charts? This isn't, this isn't somebody rapping. They're not, you know, they don't have a lot of tune on. Yeah. I think a really good example of that is that one country rap type song. Yeah. That, a little Nas X. Or there you go. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mean, something like that. That, yeah. you know, it's always interesting to see how, what we were talking about as far as like manufacturing the songs. You know, yeah. those people that get paid millions of dollars to predict what's going to be mm-hmm. popular, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I guarantee... The people who were predicting shit during that time when it was like last year or the year before <laughs> yeah, that yeah. song came out, they would have never imagined no that way. this yeah. type of song would hit, you know, the forefront. And I think it's cool because he, you know, as much as it sort of is cross genre sort of thing, yeah. I think that's becoming like Dude, sort yeah. of, um, it's cool because I think it's a sort of motif of just um, culture in general and society. Everything's becoming more of a mixed sort of situation. Nothing's mm-hmm. really pure just rock and roll anymore you know and like i think you know society is becoming like a mixed culture sort of identity which is beautiful yeah really music is starting to become that way too where we're starting to see you know genres that you would have never imagined ever coming together and now you have country music and rap music which are polar opposites coming together to create something which i think is awesome you know yeah right Um, so do you see yourself i guess i don't know it's always interesting to ask what genre would you think you would yeah. fall into and sort of what genre would you love to like mess around with or do stuff Yeah. With? So I think like, um, yeah, like I like uh, foster the people or whatever, mm-hmm. like, you know, like um, some of their music is like really poppy, but like indie, but has like little splashes of like sure. kind of groovy stuff yeah. or what was that? Um, actually, I think it's Portugal the Man. Yeah. With that uh that one track, um 
feel it still or whatever. Yeah, no, so definitely. Like that is like a perfect example. It's like of what something I would like to do, you know, as sure. it's like a very obvious influences from the past, yeah. but still like poppy and like just fun, you sure. know? Like a young, the giant sort of thing too. Yeah, like, like exactly. Sort of think of that. Is so, there in between those two? Sort yeah. Of all those, like all those styles, I think like, and obviously I do it again, like my way, but like to where you could have something that's like just groovy and dancey. I think like that yeah, for sure is, you know, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that kind of is it. Do you think you ever will, I don't know, like if you were to super hypothetical question mm -hmm. and I don't know how much like, you know, ground it really has to stand on, but like if you were to start a tour with like two other groups right now that are yeah. like, you know, musicians, what, I guess what groups would they be and why, you know, yeah. and then also I, get, I would just love to know your answer also for the reason of like, what kind of genres you would pick, you know, yeah. and like how you would promote something like that. Yeah, totally. So like, um, like I mentioned, like Half Alive, like their mm -hmm. stuff is super like fun and upbeat and, or like Coin, they have like a really cool sound. I don't know if you've heard of them or um, like Foster the People, all those bands, like I feel like have huge influences on the past, like I do, you know, Right. but then do it in a modern way. You know, it's yeah. not like you're trying to replicate what's something you're not, you know, mm -hmm. you're doing your own thing, but you're like taking, because like a layer that just, you know, came to mind is like, there's almost like, in my opinion, there's like almost different, like poppy dance music in the mm -hmm. past than there is now, you know, like the mm -hmm. grooves are different. Now it's like, you know, the electronic, like floor on the floor. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, back then it just felt like it was more about like the offbeat, the groove, the like percussion, yeah. you know, like Quincy Jones stuff, like, you know? Yeah. And so like that whole sphere of sound and stuff is just totally my vibe. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So that I would want to do. Would you, yeah. I mean, that would be, I guess, you know, a band that would be similar to you. Would you bring like along a band that would be very different and what band would Ooh. that look like? Like a group that yeah. I think would be super yeah. sick would be, I mean, dude, to see like the roots or something, you know, would yeah, be, be like sick. Yeah. a cool collection of something similar to what you do, yeah. but also very different, you know, just because mm -hmm. it is a full band and then, you know, it has that like rock influence to it. Yeah. But then you have, you know, Black Thought who has, you know, the lyricism and mm -hmm. the rap, you know, thrown in, which would be cool to yeah. like have it be an offset, you know, but then yeah. I guess the other thing I would ask is like, a band like that has a somewhat political message behind it and they're yeah. very big advocates for social justice and different things like that, yeah. you know, and it's like that, you know, a group has been synonymous with that. Public Enemy has been synonymous yeah. with, you know, activities, NWA, and then you have people, um, you know, even Bob Marley, I think a lot of, you know, his music, even though it was not necessarily, I don't know if his intentions were 100% to be like a very more like political outspoken kind of person, mm -hmm. but do you feel... Yeah. Like with um, pop music, bands and stuff are still able to accomplish that? Or do you think pop music doesn't allow that because you have to essentially make a very general, large group of people happy? Yeah. And if you have a political message or an agenda behind it, you're obviously not able to do that. Yeah, I think like, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is like, you know, to like where I'm at, you know, to get to like a huge pop stage, obviously, you know, I can't hit a huge stage, you know, if I'm pushing an agenda, I feel like. Yeah. Once no. you're there though, you know, it'd be optimal and awesome if you could, you know, like mm -hmm. if, you know, you have genuine intentions and like, right. because I feel like that's, that feels real, you know, like it doesn't feel like, cause I feel like 
one obvious easy you know reality about pop music today is it is so manufactured it feels so yeah it feels like genuine like humanity is like of you know i am this and this is my opinion is like gone from the pop song because you have like 50 like filters of ar and you yeah. know record label in between to that that song idea or that person is like you know forget about it doesn't make it through sure yeah um yeah i think that, that kind of answers your question right did, yeah. I, did i get distracted no i mean <laughs> yeah. i guess just like do you think that pop music so you're basically saying like essentially right now if you you're starting out and you're kind of like well not starting out but you're trying to like get into the break through the mainstream or yeah. whatever do you feel you know like not having a pushing a public agenda makes it like more difficult to get through do you think on the other side there's people that make it through solely because of a public agenda and then once they make it through yeah. because of that reason are they you know forever cemented with that yeah. Um, like, you know, is that the only way that they can really make music under that, yeah. you know, foreground? And what I would ask is like, if that became something where that was the only way that you could break through to the mainstream and become a pop artist and was to only make a certain type of music or only to push a certain type of agenda, would you still do it or would you not do it? And essentially go back to what we were talking about, which is be seven albums deep and kind of be still really low key. Huh, okay. So you're saying like if in theory like I had to push an agenda that was Yeah. Let's say know, someone came up to you and was like, Hey man, yeah. like you can become the next top freaking artist, you'll win Grammys, all yeah. that shit, and everyone will love you, but you're anti this or pro this, yeah. and that's gonna be your core of who you are. The music uh, you make is gonna be like that. Every album's gonna have that agenda pushed behind it. And essentially we're gonna tell you what to say and what yeah. to push and you're gonna follow like our rules of it essentially. Yeah. But you'll be super rich. Everyone yeah. will love you. You'll have all the top platinum albums and yeah. be considered a very successful musician. Yeah, like in that example, like I, I don't I wouldn't do it. You know, I just like mm. I feel like some one of my, my deepest core values is like genuineness, you know? And if, yeah. if, if it was, it felt disgenuine, it would be like, I just like wouldn't be able to function, you know, knowing right. I was yeah. pushing this idea that I didn't feel deeply rooted to, you know? Sure. Um, cause I'm, I mean like one of the hugest reasons I do music is not like for like success. It's more just because I love doing music. And so like, yeah. if that like, wasn't even, you know, I guess, you know, in theory, maybe in this situation, I am still making the music and having fun with that portion, mm -hmm. but it's sprinkled on, but still it just feels like, well, now the lyrics and, and my image, that's all disgenuine. And so it's like, I don't know, I would feel like this deep, like internal battle, yeah. which I think is actually common with a lot of us, like big pop stars, because like mm. they are given that. And I've read about this where like, Interesting, yeah. I was reading like, I think on, yeah, on Reddit, like about this kid who like has like this deal. He's like totally hooked up. Like he has it all lined up. He's got the studio time, mm -hmm. but like he can't come up with any content because he feels like he's, he knows his own identity because it's wow, like yeah. they've been giving him this formula. Sure. And so he doesn't even like, can't write anything because it all feels so like faked, you know? Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. Right. Do you think you've been fortunate in the aspect of not really having too much out, outside influence in the kind of music that you make? Yeah. Has that been something that you... So much so, yeah. Yeah. Because like, I feel like for me, it's still just this like, it's just deeply rooted and just 
having so much fun and enjoyment and like genuineness in it. Yeah. And it like, you know, like it always happens. Like once I'm in the zone, dude, like I could literally just sit and make music and like, I'm just like, man, I got, I haven't eaten in hours, sure. but I don't care. Yeah. Like I want to, I, I could, if there was some way for me to have like a machine and I just like hit a button and then I'm fed mm-hmm. and I could keep making music. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes totally. I hit that, you know? And so it's like, I don't know. That thought just got me distracted, but essentially yeah. like at the end of the day, like it's just so much fun for me, but yeah. Do you feel, I don't know, like you sort of shared that sentiment before and that's kind of yeah. like the core of who you are. So <laughs> yeah, you're like, I feel like we'll I'm always I'm repeat with that one, but no, I mean, yeah. I guess what I would be curious about is like, do you ever wake up and just not want to do music? Is there days when you're like, all right, what I was working on yesterday was like a big session and I was a little frustrating and like, I just want to relax today and not do anything. No. Yeah. I think that is, that is real. Like a lot of times I'm just like, I don't really feel like it. Um, I almost feel like I don't want to do it because I don't want to like get lost in it a lot of times, you know, Mm, I'm like, I just want to have like a day where I don't like, get lost in it, you know? Sure. But also sometimes it just doesn't sound that fun, you know? Yeah. And like, I don't want it to like, yeah. And I think kind of like going back to what you said, like having outside influence, like had I had an outside influence pushing me to do it, if I didn't want to, right? then um, it might, you know, ruin it and saturate it or whatever. Right. Yeah. And so me being intentional to like not do it when I didn't want to has thankfully kept it like pure. Sure. Yeah. Um, I guess what I want to talk about as far yeah. as like a little bit more core and basics um, yeah. of where you started, uh, sort of like the spiritual aspect of like yeah. how religion has played a role in your music and how yeah. that has influenced, I guess, you know, getting into music and playing music. You mm-hmm. played at church yeah, and how that played a role. And then sort of, I guess the music can make now. And is there a part of you that still holds on to that? And yeah. do you, you know, what role does that play? I guess. Yeah, totally. So, it's funny, like, um, just my first thought when it comes to that topic is like when it came to like my decision, whether I was going to be like, you know, a Christian artist or not. Sure. I was like, I don't want to do that because I feel like that's so, it puts me in a box, you know, of like worship music or whatever that like it sadly has been kind of like washed out. I feel like a lot of, you know, worship music kind of can be one dimensional. Hmm. So all that to say, like, to answer your question, I mean, I definitely feel like my faith does like, you know, that's most of the time what the content of the lyricism is about, you know, sure. especially on like this, especially on, you know, all these songs that are coming out now, the full album, you know, it's about like, cause for me, it's like, um, you know, my faith and like my, you know, you know, as a Christian, like my relationship with Jesus, like, I feel like that has to be genuine, you know? Yeah, And I feel like that has to be with no filters, with no, like, everything's all good or everything's all bad. Cause I feel like that's what it's like, you know, black and white, like a lot of times with worship music. Sure. And so one of my biggest, I, you know, visions and ideas and desires is to make music that is just genuine and it sees like how I'm processing something with the Lord, you know? Yeah. Um, and so sometimes it's just, it's all over the place, you know, because that's what what life is. It's not, you know? Yeah. So that's one, you know, little chunk of it, but then also kind of going to what you mentioned, like, you know, I, I started taking drum lessons, you know, from the guy that, you know, from church that I had known. Um, and then I, yeah, like I was playing in seventh grade 
in like the youth group band or whatever. Yeah. And then um, taught myself how to play guitar and then was leading worship in the youth group band, um, which is kind of cool. Like all these layers that like yeah. pushed me to be a musician was through all that, you know? Right. Um, yeah. But as a foundation of how you started music, did you ever feel like you had an obligation to pay respects to it when you were making this album or oh, also yeah. pay respect to it as an artist? You know, do you yeah. feel like... As much as you don't want to directly be like, oh, this is, you know, a religious album, a religious song or whatever. Do you still feel like, I don't know, do you do little nods to your religious past and kind of your spiritual upbringing in your songs without directly doing it? And how do you do do that? And how did that look? You know, was that an obstacle at first to be like, how am I going to subtly put this in there? Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, absolutely. Because like, kind of like we've talked about it before, like I I didn't want to like the listener to like only be in the lane that I was, you know, I mm-hmm. wanted it to be open to whatever they might be going through. Um, but yeah, I think like, yeah, I don't know. I think like me processing all that and the balance of all that, like, I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it kind of like, I think it kind of clouds my mind because I feel like I just like, when I first started doing it, it was like, I didn't, when I first started, decided I wanted to, you know, write about something serious and serious things that I was going through and processing and trying to grow in. I realized that that layer had to exist, you know? Sure. And so like, it felt like I couldn't write about genuine things in my life and like challenges and weaknesses and fears without that layer of my faith, you know, because like that has always existed. And so like, sure. And that had like helped me process through some of these things, you know, get me through some, a lot of these things, most of it, it's not everything. Right. So, but then when it comes to like, yeah, how I wanted to write it, it was like, um, yeah, like, yeah, I, just to like, to kind of like put it in words that like, this is my relationship with the Lord and I'm chewing through it, but also this type of chewing and thought process could apply to so many different things. And like, yeah. I hope it helps you to think about whatever it might be in you and you like whatever, you know, things that you might need to like, for example, like on the line, things that you might need to like stand up for on the line. And like, mm-hmm. even though you feel, you know, yeah. So yeah. I kind of feel like, yeah. Totally. What I um, sort of take away from what you're saying is that, you could write a song, for example, about love or heartbreak or sadness or anger or whatever. And those emotions at the end of the day, you know, the song is about that. But those emotions are still correlated very closely with God because God has been something that's been um, sort of the forefront of like something that's been there when you had those emotions. Exactly. You know? At least that's how yeah. I sort of interpret yeah. it. Is like, Thanks. Yeah. For me, you know, I don't necessarily consider myself like, you know, Christian or Muslim or anything like that. You know, I was born Muslim and raised Christian and, you know, I've gone through all that. You know, I pray every single night. I have a connection with God, but I don't necessarily like consider myself an organized religion. But I think what I correlate with that is that, you know, these emotions that you feel are very real and that you have that connection with. And I think the first time that you really work through those emotions mm-hmm. may have been through God. It yeah, may absolutely. Have been, you know, the yeah. first person that really listened to yeah. you talking about these topics. Mm-hmm. So now you're writing it almost 
I don't know. Did you ever feel like your songs are prayers in a way? Do you like, yeah. does it feel formatted in that way? Or is that a weird way of putting it? No, that that's, I mean, yeah, I feel like a lot of those songs are in that way, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I think like one of my songs that is an like this line that comes to mind, I literally, like the lines like Jesus, I know that you save, but these shallow graves are calling my name. Like, mm. I mean, that's, you know, it's yeah. a pretty, it's no, very like sure. direct. Um, and so, yeah, I think like it's definitely is like, it feels like that. And what was your mindset going into writing those lyrics? I mean, is that almost like, I guess like, could be interpreted in so many ways and sort of what we talked about before as far as, you know, you not wanting to, you know, essentially change people's interpretations of how they can perceive a line like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, does it almost, I guess, you know, it feels like you are, you know, for lack of a better word, sort of calling out, you know, God in a way of being like, hey, am I, you know, I know you do good things and positive things, but there's still this negativity and turmoil and sadness and, mm -hmm. you know, anguish almost in what's happening. Um, how did that look? Did you have an experience, I guess, in your life? You know, I'm sure you had in the past where yeah. your, you know, faith was questioned in a way. Totally, yeah. During this album, did you have any experiences like that? Or I guess in yeah. music, has it been, you know, moments where really shook you in a way to question your faith almost. Yeah. I mean, I, I've definitely had you know, multiple times in my life where I've questioned my faith and had to, you know, challenge it. And I think, you know, even the album is a reflection of that in so many different songs because it's like, um, it's like I'm, but the thing is that makes it unique and you know special is it's like, I'm questioning my faith, like to God, you know, like mm. it's like, I am going to be honest and completely open to everything I'm going through and thinking and like give it to you and be like, let's figure it out together. You know, sure. and I think a lot of times like people don't, you know, f just friends in general, like when, when they feel that sense, they feel like it's like, Oh, like I have to hide this from God or like, mm. you know what I mean? And like, and, like he knows. And I think that's like something so beautiful, like about the faith. It's like that I have, it's like, and it, it feels so reflective of like the Psalms and stuff, like where David would write about, like he'd just be like angry and he'd just be like yelling, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it feels like that genuine. Like if you, if, if I truly believe like that, like my faith is founded on like a relationship with Jesus, like then that has to be seen in any normal, like full encompassing way. It can't be like this. Like, uh, God, you know, help me with my homework. And like, that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that has to be open to all those different, you know, degrees. Yeah. Sure. Totally. Yeah. Has, um, I guess your peers and sort of people in the music that you make music around and, yeah. um, have any of, um, I don't know, had different points of view on than you have, um, people gone through sort of certain, like, similar situations of, you know, growing up with a spiritual background and having to de determine whether or not that's going to be an avenue they're going to go down. Have you seen yeah. that from your peers and your friends? And has that been a discussion that you've also shared with them? And yeah, I guess what that has been. Totally. Like. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, like, I feel like I have friends on all sides of the spectrum, you know, like overtly Christian worship bands, you know, yeah. putting songs out there. And then 
not even mentioning it, but they're Christians, you know, mm-hmm. I'd like place myself, you know, like around here or something like that. I don't know. Sure. Um, and yeah, it's an interesting topic. I think like, um, I read this book called garden city. Um, hmm. honestly, John Mark Coomer, I think is a dude, right. Okay. And it's, it's a, you know, Christian book about like finding like what it is you do right and doing it like, because like, that's like what the Lord like wants you to do. And that's what makes it so great. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. And like in like his full like kind of like idea is like in heaven, like we'll be doing that thing we're made to do, you know, that's what's so beautiful, right? And so one of the things he talked about, yeah, you know, is like with music, like it doesn't have to be a Christian musician. I mean, both sides, all sides are good, right? Yeah. But like you don't have to, like the idea that I think has existed in the past, sadly, is like, well, I'm Christian, I make music. So now it has to be Boring worship music, not all worship music is boring, but you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that's, yeah. (laughs) When you, I guess, talk to your friends about it, do you feel, I don't know, do you have any examples of not necessarily like names, but do you feel like, you know, conversations that you've had with people where they've had maybe a differing, um, opinion opinion about it you know where you're like oh i don't want to go down that and they're like but you're a christian and you make music you should be supporting christian musicians because they don't have that support and you should be Mm. you know building up a genre of music that's you know do you ever get anything like that an angle of people that are like why are you not supporting your own people kind of thing yeah i don't i don't think as much thankfully Mm -hmm. you know it's not like because that like 100 percent existed like i've talked to like people that you know that are older and they're like, you know, the whole like throw out all your non-Christian records and like burn them. Like that existed, which is crazy. Totally. And like, thankfully, like people realize this, you know, foolishness in that, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, I feel like most of the people I've talked to are like, you know, like, that's cool. Like do it that way. Like be genuine. Don't like try to like, cause I know I've tried writing like overtly Christian music and it just didn't feel right. You know, it felt, And forced in a way. Yeah, it felt forced. Yeah. Sure. It felt like the lyrical content that the like yeah, the content that I could like produce just felt like thin. You yeah, know? Totally. And that's just me, you know. Yeah. Other people can do a better job at it, so I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Right. Um, I guess what is uh with the whole you have a new single coming out soon and then you're gonna have the album coming out. Um how do you see that rolling out with this whole like, you know, end of the year and everything and I don't know. Is there a part of you that wants to almost like push it back because of COVID or is there another part yeah. of you, you know, cause you're talking about how you want to jump to that next phase of making music. That's going to be different. Yeah. Are you like, all right, let's just get this shit out and like do that. <laughs> and yeah. is it a weird balance of like, let's move on to the next one, but also, Hey, I need to promote this and yeah. you know, put, you know Dude, energy and time into that too. It's so know? weird that reality. I was talking to somebody about it recently, how it's like, it feels like I have two different worlds now. Mm, like, yeah excuse me, like the business, like, excuse me, like songs I've already finished, the album, and like, you know, it's sad, you know, I don't know if all musicians face, I mean, I've heard the songs so many times, right? Yeah. So like my connection and enthusiasm, you know, is different than these new songs I'm working on, right? Yeah. And so this feels very like, like, and you know, it's funny, I was talking to like, yeah, like my music manager about it. She's like, that's why I like, I exist because that always happens. And like, yeah. I know that I have a fresher view of it. And so I can help you to have that enthusiasm yeah. to push it to, but yeah, it's, it's a weird balance. I, and we recently had a conversation because 
like what you're saying, like, you know, it's not the best time. Like she was saying the same thing. Like the market is not in the best position. Totally. Like so many things going on. Like I could push it back. I could wait for a better time. She's telling me all this and I'm like, you're right. But like, like what you were saying, like, I want to just do it, dude. Like, I just want to keep putting stuff out there. Like, definitely. And, and whether like kind of leaning more towards the, like, like we were saying earlier, like, pursuit of like the art and like originality and theory and all that stuff that this album was like, I'm okay with it not blowing up, you know, because that's not really why I even made it, you know? Yeah. It was more just for that, that pursuit of like love for the craft. And so, sure. Yeah. And so I kind of like feel like I've really loved that and enjoyed that, but yeah, kind of want to, you know, do you feel like if it was more of a poppy album, you would push it back because it would have been you, you're, I don't know, yeah. almost like this is your opportunity to blow up and you're like yeah. shooting the shot at the wrong time kind of thing. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like, I, I feel like my initial thought was yes. But then there is this like, I get like, I enjoy, like, I feel like I don't want to have an excuse to be lazy and I don't want to have an excuse to not make music. Sure. So if I push like, like with this thing, like I didn't want to push it back because then I would have more time to not make music. Right? Did I say that right? I would have more. Yeah. Do you feel like if you were to not, you were push it back, you wouldn't be working on new music because you'd be. I like. Hey, I'd have more, more like of a window versus like I like like, like it's out tomorrow. Yeah. And so like I don't want to have a year. Mm -hmm. Like I just now that I'm finally like really like kind of zoning in on doing an artist thing. Cause like we talked about previously, you know, I was doing all these other things. Well now, like I've found like, I really enjoy this. Yeah. Like I just want to keep doing it, you know? Sure, totally. And I don't want to have like, if I can have like a, like a flame under me to be like, I don't want to have an extended period of like six months where I have no music out. Yeah. Um, if I can have something like that, then I'm, that's great. You know? Sure. So I'd almost be fine. Like putting out the song, even the, if it doesn't hit, because then that gives me more motivation to yeah. work on that stuff. I don't know. Totally. But it's hard to say, you know. Right. With the pop stuff, especially. Do you see, I guess, I mean, I am I think I asked you this last time too, but do you want to continue to do solo artist thing? Or do you, have you looked into maybe, I don't know, maybe going into doing a band or breaking yeah. through and like kind of trying to try different avenues of it? Or is it sort of just do it on your own? Is that kind of where you're at right now. Yeah, I think uh, the next step, I actually want to work with more people. I just Mm -hmm. think it'd be, it'd be a really nice spice, you know? Sure. I feel like, um, yeah, I just have a lot of fun and, you know, I like obviously got a bunch of friends to sing on, you know, and great vocalists to sing on the, um, the album, but like, it'd be really fun to just like, just highlight all the awesome musicians. I'm, you know, lucky to know, you know? And so, yeah, I'd like to do that. Has that been something too that you, I don't know, are a lot of your friends musicians and has that always been, you know, um, a bond that's sort of carried over? Have you been sort of like the musician amongst the group of friends and then they kind of introduce you to more musicians and that sort of like group builds or, Mm -hmm. you know, and then also tying back to, you know, kind of like spirituality and religion, have a lot of your friends that are musicians, have they come from that background or have they come from just all around and it's just sort of random? Yeah, that's a good question. I think, uh, I think there's definitely a layer of like, 
you know, connecting musicians with musicians, right? Like, yeah, totally. like, I mean, you, <laughs> we were just talking earlier today For about, sure. yeah. you know, like your producer friend, like, and like, and so I think like, that's what's so fun about it. You know, it, it feels like, you know, connecting different musicians. It's like, you're like connecting different ingredients, you know? Yeah, no, <laughs> so totally. Sure. It's like, uh, so yeah. So with my, you know, experience, it's definitely been a mix of everything, you know, it's been, you know, from church friends that, you know, we're all in the band together, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that continues to other friends in that area, but then also totally, you know, just, you know, obviously I've had, a lot of non-Christian friends that are musicians right, as well. Yeah. And yeah. Cool. Yeah. So it's just a mix. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah. Sweet. So, um, I don't know when this will come out, but you'll yeah. have your new single will probably already be out by then. Yeah. Which will be the third one. So mm-hmm. you want to talk about that and kind of, I don't know if you have any other future like yeah. stuff coming out and totally. what you kind of want to talk about. Yeah, I mean, like the, the third album, I mean, single, it'll be called uh, Pushing the Tide or whatever. So this song is definitely different than the other two. Um, this one is probably the oldest. Oh, I like okay. literally started this song and probably like five years ago or something crazy. Huh. Just insane, right? Yeah. So um, if not longer. So um, this one is just super fun, you know, because of that. It feels like, with a song like that, it's just like, it's changed so much over the years and it's like matured like a fine wine. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's so, um, what made you, I guess, wait so long to release it and why has it been something you've just been tinkering with and you've like loved it and you didn't feel comfortable releasing it until it was perfect? Yeah. I think it just, um, it just took a while to get it right, you know? And yeah. like, and so like, I mean, you know, you'll eventually hear the song or whatever, but like, um, Originally, it was like just super straightforward, you know, like simple triad chords, you know. Mm-hmm. And then as I, you know, years went by, I learned more theory. And so then I like spiced it up here, but then like kept it how it was here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I think kind of like that perfectionist thing you're saying, like is real, sure. like just kind of the desire to do what felt like it wanted the most, you know? And mm. so like, just because I had that melody there for the last year, doesn't mean that's like the best one. Yeah. You know, okay, I don't know. Enough, yeah. Yeah. But as far as like timing, I mean, it just connected with all those other songs and yeah. yeah. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the double life. Check out Corbin Randall, see what he's up to. You can follow him on Instagram and at Corbin Randall. You can also listen to his newest album, seven, on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your music. We're going to leave you with a song, Push in the Tide. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe. Tell your friends. Adios. Sorry, same thing.